0: Welcome to The Power of Ten, brought to you by Decathlon. The Power of Ten is a mix of one-to-one interviews, plus some positive health tips. It's all about providing advice on how to improve your well-being, both in body and in mind. We've got an impressive selection of talented guests lined up for the podcast series, all ready to impart their knowledge, advice, and secrets for improving your fitness. I'm Graham Bell, a five-time Olympic skier turned reporter and presenter, I've been to a total of 10 Winter Olympic Games. But today I'm joined by a singer-songwriter who's worked with the likes of Dua Lipa, Kylie Minogue, The Saturdays and Kesha. She's also a very talented footballer. Her past clubs include Liverpool Ladies, Tottenham Hotspur Ladies and Fulham. She's also starting out on a broadcasting career, working on the Match of the Day spin-off show Match of the Day X on BBC Two. She's also presented segments of the NFL End Zone on Channel 5. In lockdown, she set up our own podcast called What Could Have Been, interviewing stars of music and sport, the likes of Lucy Bronze, Mikel Sylvester and Dua Lipa. So she has all bases covered. Today I'm joined by Chelsea Grimes. Welcome Chelsea, how are you doing?
1: I'm very good, thanks. I like that little um, intro there, it set me day up nicely. (laughs) Good,
0: good. So, how's your general fitness right now? And, you know, are you you still playing? What's the score with with football right now?
1: Yeah, so obviously it's been a bit of a a mad time over lockdown and all this stuff. But I actually moved back to Liverpool. So I've just recently signed for Tromia Rovers. So I'm still playing, yeah. I mean, I'm 28 now and I think I've started to pick up little injuries when I don't train as much because I used to be training flat out and now obviously with music, TV, radio all the other mad stuff that I've been doing, it's hard for me to make training like three times a week. So I, I train once or twice, play a game at the weekend, and my body is feeling it, I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> I played Soccer Aid as well this year, which was a little dream come true for me. And obviously... You got to raise loads of money for for a great cause but i pulled a muscle then and, and i've been struggling to get over it to be honest so three weeks i haven't trained for
0: so tell me about when you're at your fittest when would that have been
1: over lockdown I, I was very fit i was working out every day a lot of cardio a lot of weight training i was running pretty much four times a week and that was just for my mental state to be honest um, as well as the physicality side of things I was quite bored and I get restless very easily. I like to do a bunch of things all at once. So when I had that much time to myself, it was either like fight off like kind of thing. I was either like, okay, I can sit here in my pajamas till midday or I can get up, go for a run, get the weight out. And I felt amazing, honestly. I think... um, that's probably the fittest I've been since I was about 16.
0: Well, you've got the time to do it as well, haven't you? I mean, there was a lot of people went into lockdown and it has a big effect on their mental health, uh, but actually getting outside and exercising makes a massive difference. I, mean, I, I kept saying it, just get outside, get outside. It, it, it does help.
1: Also, you know, we had the look of the weather. I was in lockdown in my parents, I was like staying there in Liverpool and over the water and it's there's a nice beach and you know we've got the dog and I was just out in the mornings and it was it was gorgeous to be honest I was happy.
0: <laughs> so Chelsea, your road into music, how did you first get into to music?
1: I honestly never done music until I was sixteen in last year of school. Um, I I was determined to be a footballer and then when I got to that age and realised okay really my options are go and find another job and play football part time or go to America and leave me family to like you know, study over there, get a scholarship. But I was too much of a home bird by then. So I took music at GCSE level. And then there was a bit of a weird tie-in with a footballer called Ryan Babble, who played for Liverpool when I was at Liverpool, Um, a Dutch player. And he was doing a competition in Liverpool called Next Urban Star on a big radio station. And one of the players in my team, um, Shanice Williams... I'll never forget it because she she put me forward for this. And I got an email saying, oh, you've missed the first round of this competition off Ryan Babble on MySpace, I remember. And I was like, oh my God, Ryan Babels messaged me. By that time, I was Liverpool mad, like absolutely obsessed. So anyway, I went down to the next round. I ended up winning. I sang a song that I'd wrote myself and everyone else was singing like Adele or Elvis. And like, I just sang a song that I'd wrote, never thought I'd win. I ended up winning and then... I got six months worth of studio time with a Liverpool player and he introduced me to all amazing people in the industry, really. And it went from there. And then after that, I got a manager. And after that, I got a record deal. So it was kind of the Liverpool football tie-in, which got me into music, which is strange.
0: People would think that they're fairly different. Uh, You know, you've got singing, songwriting, and then you've got competitive sport. How do those two worlds connect? And and how do they connect with you? And do people in the in the music industry actually believe you when you say you play football?
1: Yeah, a, a lot of people don't believe it at first until like I, I pull up my Instagram and show them some skills or whatever, or get the photo albums out of me holding the cup at eleven for Liverpool or whatever. But I think it, it goes hand in hand massively. To be honest, I, I obviously I started. People ask chicken or egg. It was a football or music first, and for me, I started playing football at the age of nine. Got signed to Liverpool under tens. Stayed with them until I was 16. I did go to Everton and tram me a Centre of excellence it was massive back then. The most England capped player, male or female, Farrah Williams. She was there. Izzy Christensen, who's now back at Everton, but she was at Leon. You know Alex Greenwood, who plays left back for England and Manchester City. All the girls that are playing elite level now, I played at youth level. Um, but like I said, I was I was a woman, and back then, you know, talking 10 plus years ago. It was still wasn't professional. It was, you know, everyone had, to, had another job. And for me, it installed a good mentality playing football. It was a team sport. You couldn't really get the ball from the goalkeeper and run past ten other players and score. You had to work as a team. So it taught me a lot about that. And that you take that into music now. You might see the biggest star on the planet up there getting the Brit Award or the Grammy but it's a massive team of people, you know, it's the producers, the songwriters, the management, the record label, the people who take it to the radio. I think me playing football, actually, people don't realise it's, it's very similar. And also it's, it is competitive. No one puts a song out really thinking... Oh, you know, I'm not really bothered what it does. We all want it to go to number one or we wanted to, you know, for people to like it. And I guess that's like scoring goals if you're a striker or a creative player like me. At the end of the day, it is all about the team, but it's always nice if you get a goal at the end of it.
0: Yeah, what's more nerve wracking when you're, you're going one on one against the goalie <laughs> or, or, you know, stepping out on stage? <laughs>
1: They're very similar as well sometimes.
0: Um, Or taking a penalty.
1: Oh yeah, you know what? I don't take penalties. I don't like them at all. It was funny at Soccer Aid, obviously it went to penalties there as well and Harry Redknapp told me to go and put my boots back on because I was changed, like ready to leave. (laughs) And um, Yeah, I I don't like penalties so I'd say it's more scary to take a penalty than for me to step on stage, yeah.
0: When you play, you're a number 10, you're a flair player. Uh, what do you like most about football?
1: Again, like being able to to just get out on the pitch for my mental state, you know, I'm constantly writing songs. It's competitive. You're against so many songs coming out in the world, all battling to for the biggest artist, really, to sing your record. You know, it is it is competitive and it's disheartening if you send a song off and they come back. No, not this time. And then you're trying to shop it. It's, it's honestly, it's crazy, the business. So... I go on a pitch and for 90 minutes I don't care about nothing apart from where's the ball, let's get it in the net, let's try and win this game and it takes me completely out of real life for a minute and also, yeah, I'm a, I'm a number 10 so I express myself on the pitch there as well. I'm, I'm quite I like running, a few step overs in there. Um, yeah, I'm definitely not not a defender. I think I'm creative on and off the pitch, I say, so yeah. <laughs>
0: So we're talking a little bit about changing points in your life, and uh, you know, ideas of you know when you've had to focus. You've obviously had to make a decision as you were growing up. You made a decision between sport and and music. What what helped you make that decision? What was the kind of formation part of it? And and obviously you didn't want to give up either of them.
1: Yeah, honestly, it sounds bad, but it's the truth. If I'm being completely honest, it was the money. There was there was no money in the women's game, and. Like I said, everyone else who I was looking up to then who was playing in Liverpool first team when I was in the under 16s, just stepping up to to first team football. All the other females had another job. And I was just like, well, I don't really get the same feeling anything else other than when I'm on the pitch, apart from when I used to write stories, write songs, play me guitar, play me piano. So I'd just done that for like 18 months, so I played, imagine that, playing football from the age of 9 to 16 with nothing, not one pence, apart from you get a free kit every season or whatever, and then I do music for 18 months, I get a record deal at Sony, and I get loads of money, I was like, this is easy, this is great, it's half the effort, I can go out, I can drink, I can travel, and I get paid for it, brilliant, but then... 18 to 23, 24, I just missed the game so much. And I thought, you know, I'll just get back into it. Maybe Sunday league. I I made a few calls and I got trials for like Tottenham, West Ham, Fulham, a few teams anyway. And I got contracts from all of them. So I ended up signing for Tottenham first. And then I was there for a season. But then again, then it's a balancing act. Am I going to just do football full time? Or do I still love the music? So now I'm playing like... Two divisions underneath WSL, but I still get to play, I still get to put my boots on, and I still get to make music and do all this other good stuff. So I'm literally living my little dream. Like, if I could have told the nine year old smaller version of myself, I would have, I, would, I think I'd be happy where I'm at. Yeah.
0: Do you think it's harder for young women to? to stay in sport. So you're coming out of school, uh, you know, you're talking about 14, 15-year-olds uh, who might have been really into sport. I know I know, my daughter, she's now 21, uh, but when she was at that age of kind of 14, 15, she was at a Reading Athletics Club, she was climbing, she was doing karate, she got to black belt in karate. And then there was there went, she went through a phase of just basically giving up sport and uh, she's now in performing arts she's at drama school but sports now coming back into her life and you know she's having to make that decision to try and get sporty again but do you think it's harder for young girls and young women to to keep in sport as opposed to you know guys who can just keep playing football and and it's not being kind of socially uh, a problem
1: For me, I'm not going to talk about all different other sports, but for me, just personally, in football back then, you know, I've got a little sister now, she's 11, she's playing. um, I sponsor their team and it's amazing to see you go down to the games the weekend and there's so many girls playing. I remember when I played, you know, we'd be the only pitch out of like 20 pitches, that was only the girls would be playing on. And it's, it's amazing to see the growth. So I think now... Not so much. I think if you if you you know you're on that path, you want it. It can happen for you. You know, there's way more doors open. But back then, we weren't on a salary like the boys were. We were. It was treated so differently. And you know, we have seen the women's game grow. I was living in France for the World Cup. I was over there with the BBC, and it was emotional. Like I stood there the first opening game. Of the tournament, forty five thousand people there to watch a women's game, and I got, I got super emotional because I never thought I'd see see the day. But hopefully, people can carry on supporting the game and getting down to the club football as well as the big tournaments. I think that's where it'll really see a massive, you know getting more young people to stick at it because the money will be there.
0: Yeah, and I think it's brilliant. I think that it is fantastic that there there is that out there for, for young women as well because it's always been there for guys as much, particularly football. Yeah. And now football's kind of really got its act together in a way because, you know, there are other sports where there's not been that kind of that, that division between, you know, the men are up here and the and the women are lower down. If you look at yeah. tennis, it's never been that way. But it's great that football has, has kind of sorted that out. Let's move on to your kind of fitness regime right now. What are you into? Uh, where would you rather be? Would you rather be outside training or you rather be in the gym?
1: On days like this, I'd rather be in the gym because the weather is not great up here. But when the sun's shining and um I've just moved house like I said I got a lovely a lovely um housewarming present which was all Liverpool embroidered like weights like red plates and all that so I haven't had a chance to get them out the box yet but I'm excited for that but yeah it's honestly like I usually stick at a certain time I, I like a plan I'm a I'm a planner so I like to do the same time if possible like a 9am to 10am workout and yeah it's just high intensity a lot of weights, lifting, um, crunches, all that kind of stuff. And then obviously twice a week, I'll go and play football and that'll get me cardio in and, and keep my heart rate pumping and, and I shred quite quickly if I eat well, but it's all codependent on the diet.
0: <laughs> what other sports are you tempted to do? Have you? Or was it just pretty much football and, and training for football?
1: No, you know what? So I've started obviously presenting on NFL Zone and last week was the first time I threw an American football the first two, it was, I, I'm one of them people as well. I hate golf. I was terrible at golf the first time I, I played golf, so I don't like it. If I'm not good at something instantly yeah, I hate it. Yeah, it's a
0: frustrating game.
1: <laughs> so, um, but I, I, I liked NFL and, and they were talking about, you know, there's there's other sports around that. Like, obviously I played tag rugby as a kid and stuff like that. But I mean, I was thinking about maybe giving that a like, go. I play tennis most summers with friends. Um, how
0: is your how is your throwing arm?
1: It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. First two. Can you get
0: the ball to like spin I can. through the air? Yeah, and, yeah.
1: I done it. I think it was like my fourth or fifth go. Um, I was trying too hard. As soon as I just backed off and just let it fly, it, it spun right out. So um, so I like I like NFL at the minute because I was all right at that
0: what about diet and nutrition that kind of thing what are your thoughts on that or do you just kind of go for the philosophy of the harder you train the more you can eat
1: no no I think like I said in in lockdown I really pushed my body actually to see because I've always been relatively small you know never really had a trouble with that but you know being in the music industry sometimes if I'm locked away in a studio for three months and it's a lot of takeouts and it's a lot of some drinks after writing a great song that we all love and you can see the weight if you're not eating well it can quickly get you now um so yeah in lockdown i was literally just eating super healthy just porridge or like fruit for breakfast kind of thing Um protein shake after it and then just a lot of chicken fish rice pastas just everything really that is good for you and can fill you up but keep you lean at the same time so yeah but it it was amazing to see my body actually change um and i was strong i felt strong on the pitch i was the strongest I've, had, I've ever been and it was literally just down to being quite picky with the food i was eating
0: and cooking for yourself as well because you actually know what you're putting into that food as well and you know for me i think the biggest thing is is the alcohol <laughs> if yeah you, uh, I think with the alcohol, for me, it's more. It's not just the calories that go in, it's the fact that it slows down your metabolic rate as well. So you don't process the food as as efficiently. You, your liver's too busy trying to get rid of the poisons out of your body and isn't getting rid of, uh, of the food. Finally, what do you do? Relaxation. Do you do any meditation? Do you do yoga? Uh, anything like that to, to kind of free your mind?
1: No, I I think I, I've done two yoga classes um, in the past six months, maybe. And it was amazing. I think it's just, I like to be like, if I'm going to work out like Fit Fit, like Bang Bang, I want to feel like I'm struggling and, and my muscles are working. And yoga, I should completely do that. But I think sometimes I put anger into my workouts and yoga, like makes me feel like I'm floating a bit. So I don't do yoga as much as I should, but me, me football coach and um, the physio they says I should because I have really tight hamstrings.
0: But to relax, but to relax, you... You pick up the guitar. It's
1: guitar for me, yeah, it is. It's just playing, finding some new chord progressions, just sitting there, just um in the evening and just, just playing me guitar. I think it, it just really chills me out, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean I agree with you that on there because when I when I was ski racing and I blew my ACL out I had six months off skis that's when i learned to play the guitar Amazing. because it's just great for mental health and and for for relaxation as well did
1: you pick it up quickly
0: no no you feel the pain
1: of the fingers when you first start playing
0: yeah 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 oh. no i play enough now to to basically keep those pads reasonably yes. hard <laughs> love that. if you haven't played in a while you're like oh that hurts yes. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like if you haven't ridden your bike in a while it's painful. Or if you haven't skied in a while, your shins are painful. Yeah. I guess if you haven't played football in a while, I guess everything, everything
1: hurts. Yeah.
0: So what would you do to try and inspire other people who maybe haven't worked so hard during lockdown? What would you say to them?
1: I, I think it, it's just that feeling of, okay, you might've had a good day, but to top your day off even better, you want to feel good about yourself. And there's not one workout, I'll say it again, there's not one workout I've ever done and thought I shouldn't have done that. Even walking into a gym, if you spend you don't have to spend an hour there. Even if you spend 15, 20 minutes doing something, you walk back out, you've achieved something. And I think for me personally, like if I've achieved stuff, it makes me feel good. So I think just just mark it up on a to-do list or anything or choose your days in the week. Okay, Tuesday and Thursday, I'm gonna go and do the gym. Just make it a part of your routine and You will feel better, I promise
0: you. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people working from home, so they've got that opportunity of using the time that they would have sat on a train uh, to actually go and exercise instead. So yeah, there's the time in the day and it's fitting it in and making it as a priority. Exactly. So it's time to shift gear now and move on to the decathlon section of the podcast. As the decathlon in the Olympics has 10 events, we have 10 quickfire questions for you. It's one of the toughest athletic contests out there, made famous by Daley Thompson. But hopefully these questions won't be quite as tough. So this is it. The Decathlon brought to you by Decathlon. So let's go for it. Number one. What's your exercise of choice? Football. (laughs) Do you work out alone or with friends?
1: I prefer to work out with friends, but they say I'm really annoying because I'm like, come on, on, one more, one more, like,
0: so. So you're pushing them?
1: I'd I'd say friends, but me friends would say alone.
0: (laughs) Right. Uh, So what time of day? Morning, evening, late night? Morning
1: for me. I cannot, after 12 o'clock, one o'clock, yeah, to call it a day for me.
0: What's the best thing about exercise?
1: Honestly, I think what I said before, as well as your body and seeing that improve, it's more my mental state. Like, I'm happier, I wake up, I'm feeling myself. I'm like, ooh, look, I've just worked out this. Even though you're hating it in the moment, I've never once finished a workout and thought I shouldn't have done that. So, yeah, it's, it makes me feel good.
0: How do you refuel after a workout?
1: Just eating well, eating clean. And, yeah, like I said, sometimes I'll have a protein shake and it makes me feel good
0: half of getting fit is getting the right kind of rest and allowing your body to recover so how do you relax
1: i play a lot of fifa <laughs> i play a lot of fifa or i want to play my guitar but so fifa
0: <laughs> uh, what's the hardest thing about keeping fit
1: yeah it's it's staying on top of it because my diary is forever changing i don't know if i'm in the studio if i'm on tv if i'm doing a radio show or i'm playing football so it's having a plan and, and a and keeping sticking to it yeah
0: how do you maintain motivation
1: by looking at me body and thinking oh you've put on weight <laughs> <laughs> no but also i do like in in lockdown i took some like body pictures and just to see the improvement and then just being like that's what i want to stay at so yeah take a few pictures when you're looking the best and that'll motivate
0: you but those pictures are for you they're not for sharing
1: no, they're just for me. I mean, sometimes if it's, if it's a really good one and you can see good definition in the album, I throw it on Instagram to get a few likes, but that's <laughs> mainly for me.
0: Uh, what's your top fitness secret?
1: Top fitness secret? Honestly, I, I don't... Is there a secret to fitness? It's just hard work. I think it's literally... There's, there's no secret. I wish I did have a secret, but trust me, 35 minutes in, I want it to be over, knowing that I've got another 20 minutes left, but I just stick to it. Actually, a secret, I don't know if it's a secret, but what helps me sometimes, if if I'm focusing on a point somewhere and I'm just getting them extra crunches in, even though my body's dying, not focusing on the pain, focusing on something else, or the music that I'm listening to, I just try and move to the beat.
0: (laughs) and just keep going use music well there we go that's it the helps secret me.
1: yeah use the use the beat in the music use
0: the beat use the music uh so final question it's a saturday night uh you're not focused on keeping fit what's your go-to uh hidden pleasure uh, how, oh. how do you kind of kick back and uh and enjoy yourself
1: honestly i love italian food or pizza like or oh, mexican even i had the best mexican last week on my treat day and it was unreal. So yeah, Mexican and like a nice bottle of rose, eh? <laughs>
0: Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, a, a huge thank you, Chelsea Grimes. Uh, but before we go, of all the things we've talked about, what would be the key message that you would like to uh, impart to the listeners?
1: Yeah, we touched on it a few times, but not just also feeling good in yourself and looking your best. Version of yourself, but fitness got me through lockdown of you know not working, not doing as not being as busy as I usually was. And you know we all have doubts in our head, but getting up in the morning, throwing your gym stuff on, and just getting out for an hour, it really did help my mental state. So if you're feeling a bit down today, and you've got the rest of your day, you're listening to this in the morning, just go and throw your stuff on now and get out there because you'll feel brilliant after it. I promise.
0: Excellent advice. Excellent advice. Thank you very much, Chelsea. Thank you. And thank you for listening to The Power of 10, brought to you by Decathlon. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of our top exercise tips.